0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talking Smack podcast presented by the Griffcast here at Canisius College. This is March. So let's get to it. My name is Aiden Jolly, alongside Adam Horsty. Let's do it. So we have, um, we're going to go through the Jerome. Uh, the first the first week of the Jerome, we both have our uh, our ballots filled out for that. Uh, so we have a handful of conferences to go over, but um, first we'll run through the MAC real quick, along with um, some news that came out of Canisius over the weekend. Um, so Ryder and St. Peter's uh, split a a series, sixty six fifty two. St. Peter's got the win. That was on. Uh, Friday, yep, Friday. And Ryder got a 78-65 win on Saturday, a Friday-Saturday sweep for Sienna over Manhattan, 74 to 69, and then 64 to 56 in that game. And then another sweep that was finished off by Marist over Quinnipiac earlier this afternoon. Uh yesterday Marist beat Quinnipiac 76 to 67 and then uh, earlier today, sixty-five to fifty-two. Maris, good, uh, interesting sweep over Quinnipiac. They're up to ten and eight now.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that's it's probably one of the more noteworthy results of the weekend, um, especially yeah. with this upcoming weekend being the final uh, sets of games. I mean, they're right. they've I believe they pretty much solidified themselves for a buy. I think I, I believe they have clinched, They have clinched a buy which is which i mean that's pretty that's pretty wild i mean i don't know if anybody i mean would john, john Dunn should be
0: considered for coach of the year absolutely absolutely i'm not sure if i'll be getting a vote for coach of the year I, I think the coaches vote on that but uh hey if i if i get a vote that's who i'm voting for. yeah i i can't blame but if you. i were to have a vote that i am voting for john Dunn. yeah
1: i cannot blame you i mean he is he has really thrown i mean like we kind of talked about, we've talked about this before. I don't really think anybody expected this mayor's team to be as good as they are. I mean, to be fair, right. obviously a lot of teams have have played different numbers of games. They have played, right. I believe, the most games in the conference now. He played twenty.
0: Yeah, that is the most.
1: Right. No, so,
0: or no, Peters has played twenty-one.
1: Okay. All right. Well. Um.
0: Okay. Fairfield has also playing. I got you. I got
1: you. I got you. Okay. So they're they're up at the top. Right, they're towards the top. But um either way, I mean for them to be sitting fourth place in the conference or third place in the conference time, third place. Yes. Um third place. That's pretty that's pretty noteworthy. Definitely pretty right. noteworthy for a team that I think we both kind of expected to be around the mid mid bottom, yeah, yeah. mid bottom somewhere in that range um to be a top 3 seed. Heading into the tournament, most likely, right? Um, bearing some losses and some flips and stuff here and there. I mean, they're they they technically are kind of in play for a top two seed. I mean, who do they who do they play this coming Thursday? They don't they are done, they're done. Oh, they're done. Okay, all right, never mind. Yes, so they are done. Okay, so they could still potentially get jumped by St. Peter's. Right, St. Peter's sweeps. Um, I'm not sure what the tiebreaker and all that is, but um, okay, anyways, <laughs> anyways, back yeah. to what I'd say, so I'm, crazy I'm still trying Maris to figure out all the tiebreakers and whatnot, it's gonna be weird, but yes, it is. But, but going back to my main point, shout out Maris, shout out John Dunn, heck of a yes. heck of a year for them, certainly overachieved, and I think that they certainly are a team to keep tabs on, um, come come uh, come tournament time.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We also have some Canisius related news. This came out on Saturday. Canisius, we we just talked about how Marist is one of the teams that's played the most games. Uh, Canisius has played the least. They're still at 10. Um, So the NCAA requires that you play 13 games against Division I opponents to be eligible to be considered for the NCAA tournament. Canisius has played 10. If they play this weekend against Siena, they'll be up to 12 and they will be all set heading into the conference tournament next week. Next Crazy. week.
1: Crazy, right?
0: Um, Yeah. So, but if they do not um, get there, they will not get to the 13 games. If that, if that series happens to be canceled, which as of now, it's still on. So because of that, Canisius has filed a waiver um, with the NCAA uh, to be considered for the postseason if they do not get to the 13-game minimum due to extenuating circumstances. They did that last Tuesday, that's February 23rd, and they are currently waiting for an official approval with yep. the NCAA.
1: Right. Um, Which is what they should do. No, 100%. 100%. I mean, this Niagara series, that was a COVID issue on Niagara's end. Obviously, if they play those two games, they're pretty much set, assuming they played in Atlantic City. You know what I mean? As long as nothing happened to them up up until that point. Um, Obviously, if something did, they wouldn't even be eligible anyways. But anyways, like, you know, because, because of that, they... The, the the room for risk has certainly expanded because now you have to go through this whole week. Fingers crossed. Nobody from Siena and Canisius has any COVID-related issues so that the Griff's can get to that 12-game threshold to where they play in Atlantic City, they're at 13, they're good to go. Right.
0: Um,
1: so, yes, I mean, you absolutely cannot blame them for, for sure. Um, I mean, it's 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 unfortunate. You know what I mean? I feel right. like it, a no, lot it's, of – Yeah, I mean,
0: know, not, not many teams uh, in the country that have had – a pause as long as they have. I mean, they went, what was it, 41, 42 days without playing?
1: Yeah. And then to have this happen where, I mean, you, you like, the game was on. Like, it pretty much happened the day of or the night it happened, before. It
0: happened. So the game was – the first game was supposed to be at noon on Friday. The release mm-hmm. came out that the game was off at, at 11.38 on Thursday night.
1: Right, yeah. I know. I was, I was about to say – 12 I hours remember.
0: before the game.
1: Yeah. Which is just crazy. Um, I mean, you know, p- power to Niagara for making sure, you know, I've, I've you know, getting that information out there so that you, that you don't play the game and risk anything bad happening. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's unlucky circumstances for sure. Um, the fact that they still sit having only played 10 games all year, they're six and four and with a sweep over Sienna and I believe a sweep over Siena and some help from Niagara losing. I'm not sure if they would have to lose both. Again, this is a big tiebreaker situation. Right. But I believe if Canisius sweeps Siena and – oh, wait, Niagara's not playing. Duh. Yeah, so if they sweep Siena – they sweep Siena, they get a a bye. Well, you would have
0: to do – well, that would also depend on what Fairfield, Quinnipiac, and Iona do. Well, no, it wouldn't. Cause they're, they're all at six. You. Yeah. Yeah. So if they, if they sweep Sienna, they have a buy.
1: Yeah. I believe, so which is pretty crazy. All things yeah. considered.
0: And then you have um, to, and that they, they can, they can go as high as five. Yeah. But I think also, no, maybe not. They'll probably end up in that five to like eight range. Yes,
1: most likely. I mean, you Probably have such a now. jumble of teams at six and five wins. Um, right. I mean, yeah, let's see. One, two, three, four, four, four teams at six, six wins. Two and five. Um, I'm pretty sure Ryder and Manhattan are stuck at the bottom, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think. I mean, unless they sweep their respective. Because
0: Ryder. So Manhattan plays Fairfield uh, this weekend. Ryder plays Monmouth.
1: And Monmouth could potentially still have the number one seed in play. if Monmouth gets could swept. still get
0: the one seed.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, there's still, I mean, in terms of seeding this last weekend, this last slate of games is going to be pretty, pretty important and pretty crazy. Right. Um, right. You know, with the unique situation of the total wins being the deciding factor and God knows what the heck all the tiebreakers are. I still don't right.
0: know. So, I, yeah, I, I still, because it depends on, you know, the, your record within that group of teams and you know if that's still tied, you go back to you know, oh, how'd they do against this team, how they do yeah, against this yeah, team, it's some it's teams that kind of each other. Right.
1: It's impossible to really figure out. Right. So um yeah, basically <laughs> to put it into layman's terms for myself, um and Kinesis's term, just going back to talking about Kinesis. If Canisius sweeps somehow sweeps Sienna, they'll jump up to eight wins, they will get the bye, they will have the five seed. Um, if they don't, they're not going to have a bye.
0: Yeah, the um, the only way that Canisius can get a buy is if they s- sweep.
1: Yeah, I believe yeah. so. That's the I,
0: that I believe that is the only way they can get a buy.
1: Yeah, because I even if they get to seven, I don't think I don't I don't know if they have the tiebreaker over Niagara. I don't
0: think they do. Well, that yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's what I <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know why I brought this up without knowing the tiebreakers, but Cause yes, I do know Canisius for I, yeah, but say, I know for a fact. I know for a fact if they sweep Sienna, they get a bye. That I can yes. say with certainty. That, the yes. rest I don't we know. know that. But I can say that with certainty. <laughs> yes. All
0: right. Yeah. That this will be something to get figured out over the weekend. Because... Yes, I was about to
1: say. Once we, uh, once we do Monday's episode, um Well no. Actually, funnily enough, when we do Monday's episode, you might be, I might be there the next already. day, or you might be there already. Yeah. I, I
0: might be covering a game one week from right now. Because if they end up as 60, seed, they're playing Monday night right? That is true. So who is true. I, actually? So I, we, yeah. we
1: might have to record Sunday night. Now that I think about it, we may have we to might. make, uh, whatever. We'll figure no, that we, out later. <laughs> yes,
0: we will. So, uh, yeah, enough, enough because I'm confused and my head hurts
1: now. Yes, I feel so. <laughs>
0: That's how feel We, all we can jump into, uh, the first handful of leagues in the Jerome. We had one, two, three, four, seven, eight, nine, 10, 14, 14 leagues to, uh, go over in week one usually we, what we did last year was we filled this out live as we recorded the show but the the deadline was six o'clock today and we and we started recording uh a little after eight um, so obviously we could not do that so we ended up we ended up uh I, I filled out mine last night at about 11 o'clock i don't know when you filled out yours yeah i did
1: mine last night as well um i don't know when but i have my picks
0: night. So we can go over those and and next week we'll do uh, the second set of picks as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause the rest of them will be due next Monday night. So we'll do that as well. So first off, we will start with the America East. I have Vermont.
1: I also have Vermont. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, I feel like it's, you know, with New Hampshire losing to UMass Lowell the other day. Right. Um, not that it really, I, I really didn't, I wouldn't have put much consideration into them to begin with, to be honest with you, but that kind right. of really sec- it, it secures of the fact it was... that it's UMBC or Vermont
0: pretty much. Right. And, and we talked about a couple of weeks ago, how a lot of these bids are, or a lot of these leagues are uh, mm. kind of two horse races. And mm. it, the America East is one of them between UMBC and Vermont. Uh, they're both 10 and four. Uh, they split the regular season series uh, just a couple weeks ago on uh, February 18th and 19th. Yeah.
1: And like Vermont, um, Vermont won by eight and UMBC won by 11. So like, yeah. So it's not, much, not like not one got blown
0: out. Right. Um, Quick American East rant. Will Brown is out after 20, after almost 20 years as the head coach yes, of Albany. I that, saw that is ridiculous.
1: I know I was that very, I was very confused about that. Cause
0: I knew he for a fact- brought that, he brought that program from nothing. <laughs> nothing yeah and now they are basically a perennial contender in the america east that he won five American east championships there they lose last night to hartford in the conference tournament they finished the year at seven and nine six and six in the league and at about eight forty-five this morning they're like okay you're out
1: yeah i That's know and i'm about to how, say that is
0: not how you to coach no After 20 I, I spec- years and what he did shame on you Mark Benson their athletic director
1: yeah no kidding I mean that's and that that you have a pretty t- close tie to that considering you kind of grew yes. up in that area and right you know
0: I mean I, I've seen that Albany program be basically my lifetime he got hired and I think it was uh 2001 I want to say um yeah now now I want to know I think it was 2001. Yeah, December 2001, uh, when he was promoted to interim head coach um, from Scott Beaton, he left. Uh, he, got the, he did a good job, got the interim tag taken off uh, way back then. And now he ended up getting them to the NCAA tournament five times, uh, 2006, 2007, 2013, 2014, 2015. Um, he won it was over four it was over three hundred games at U Albany. He won three hundred and fifteen games there. And he got them overall to the postseason five eight times in twenty years and now he's out. Yeah. I mean that's and treated poorly on his way out.
1: Yeah. I, I I I definitely agree with you. When I when I saw that news, I was kind of taken aback a little bit because right. you know when you have a legend like that and it wasn't like he had a terrible year either no. Like i mean they went you said six and six in the league i mean it's not like they finished like one and eleven like right. you know what i mean and like like you said they have he's he's built that program up from practically nothing and one of right. the Eats five times and it's it it's very very it's just a strange decision. It really is to me. It leaves a bad
0: taste in your mouth.
1: Yeah, that, that no, true, 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 true. I don't know. It's it's
0: it's and, very, and very you, unusual. And you know, like, because I saw I saw a tweet this morning and I liked it that like, you know, the media around the area, including myself, is dumbfounded by this decision. I follow you Albany fans on, on Twitter and they were I great this morning and there's Binghamton fans who Tommy Dempsey, who just got fired, I think it was yesterday, um, like is are, are already clamoring um uh, for him to get that job. And, and and which he won't because they named um it was who was it? Who was it? It was their one of their assistant coaches. They got um Lavelle Sanders was uh, named interim head coach at Binghamton uh for the season they won't conduct the search until next spring which is interesting um but binghamton fans are like all right let's go let's hire will brown
1: yeah
0: <laughs> like that would have been a slam dunk hire for them because everyone know everyone in the northeast knows how good of a coach he is mm-hmm. I About i say, not only
1: that like a program builder as well a program I mean, just, builder just beyond right. his talents of coaching yeah, that's unusual, man. it, it is it that, that that's a warranted rant. Let's say warranted rant right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, so that was so that was America East. Um, next up, we'll go to the Atlantic Sun. Uh, I have Liberty.
1: I also have Liberty. I was about to say I would be I would be very surprised if neither yep. of us picked Liberty. Liberty's
0: <laughs> the, Liberty is the best team in that league. I think Liberty has a chance at winning a game in the first round. Um, as like maybe a twelve seed or so, uh, but shout out Bellarmine. Uh, their first year at D1, they go 10-3 and three in the league. Uh, they came within one game of winning the regular season title in that league. Their first year at Division I, uh, on, they had one game on Saturday. It was Bellarmine against Liberty. They were tied going into that game um, at 10-2, and two, and it was a winner-take-all for the regular season title. Liberty ended up winning that game 94-78. to 78. Obviously, Bellarmine cannot compete in the postseason because they are still in their transition period from Division Two to Division I. Uh, the team in second in that league is Lipscomb; They're 9-6. and six. So I'm going with Liberty. I am as well. Yes, but shout-out, Bellarmine.
1: Yes, right definitely a warranted
0: shout-out there. <laughs> yes, yes. Next up, we will go to the Atlantic 10. This is an interesting one. This is an interesting this is so a There's very, a lot of teams that can win this league.
1: Very interesting one. Um, and by the way, uh, I know we were talking about this before we started recording because it just happened, but right. quite a bit of action in the A-10 tonight. Uh, St. Bonaventure, who was leading the league, I believe still is leading the league technically. I'm not sure. Yes,
0: they are. They're, yeah, they have a uh, half game.
1: Yeah, half game up.
0: And yeah, I don't believe – yeah, BCU's
1: done up. it appears. So – they, I, th- I think they should still have the one seed. Yeah,
0: I think Saint Bonaventure will end up having the one seed in the Atlantic 10 tournament. Yes, but anyways,
1: they lost to Davidson tonight, um, which is certainly not worthy. Or Dayton, excuse me. Yeah, not Davidson. I was looking at Davidson. Yes, Dayton. Um, so yes, very pr- pretty big upset there in terms of A10, uh, yes. A10 seedings and all that. And then Richmond who is another pretty talented team in that league, certainly a contender to win the tournament, uh, loses to St. Joe's uh, St. by Jones, three St. Joe's, that tonight. was their
0: third league win of the year.
1: Yes. So some pretty big cannibalization there. Yes. In the 8-10 ranks. Um, that St. Tournament... St. Joe's all of a sudden won
0: 3 straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: and hey, man. Now they're going to
0: be 3-9. and They beat LaSalle, Dayton, Richmond,
1: three don't in want a row. The, Don't let the Hawks get hot, man. <laughs> don't let them get hot. That's what I'm um, thinking, St. Joe's. <laughs> all right, lock it in. Um, but yeah. You're getting
0: hot at the right time.
1: <laughs> yeah, No doubt. Uh, but anyways, I do think that this league has the potential to have quite the exciting conference tournament.
0: I think, it. yeah, the Atlantic 10 tournament is always a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Um. This is one that's doing, like, they're playing all the games, and then the final isn't until, like
0: – A few days later. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was about to say. I'm pretty – yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know the exact dates off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure that that's like they're playing like all the you know your quarter, first round, quarterfinals, semifinals. Yeah. So what they're doing, week, and then I think next week sometime they're playing the final.
0: Right. So what they're doing is, so they're doing some of the tournament enrichment, and then okay, the first round of games. Will be at the Siegel Center in VCU. And then the second and third rounds will be at the Robin Center in Richmond. And then the championship game will be in Dayton a week later. So that tournament starts on the tournament starts on Wednesday the third and runs through Saturday the sixth and then their championship game is on Selection Sunday. So, yeah, it's about a week.
1: That is Over a week. week. That is very interesting, actually.
0: Yes. Speaking of that, by the way,
1: this is a bit of a side side note. Did you see the rumors swirling around that some teams um, that play, like, tournaments this week may try and schedule a non-conference game? I did see that. Like, next week? I did um, to try it. and bolster their resume, if say say they don't get the or don't get the auto bid or something like that. Right. Um. I don't know I if that actually that. will That's end strange. up happening. But I yeah. yeah. But I say that is weird,
0: especially well, like Marquette scheduled North or North Carolina scheduled Marquette. Yeah. I had to lost. not pay out for them. <laughs> that, that did not. But then they beat Florida State, so that doesn't right. Die. Yeah.
1: Made up for it. But right.
0: Yeah. That, that definitely did not go the way that they. No. That that that, hoped it too. That, that was just dumb. They scheduled. Yeah, I don't know why they stupid. did that. But anyway, and
1: yeah, if somebody does do that next week, I would have to think that's pretty stupid for a multitude of reasons. Number one, you may you, run you may you may you are going to say you run the risk of run the risk run the risk of losing and pretty much taking like if you schedule a bad team and lose that game, you pretty much just throw away your chance of an at large. Yeah. And number two, even if you do win, you risk the chance of injury. Right. With the tournament literally the week after. You know right. what I mean? Like, I just don't really, I don't understand. It. I don't, I don't get it either. Like if I understand. You
0: should be out of the tournament just based on price.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if that will actually happen. That was just something I saw on Twitter. I don't know who tweeted yeah, it. But I, I saw
0: that as well. I saw that too. Yeah.
1: I think that that is just very unusual well, and I would, if any coaches listening would not
0: recommend it. Don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Um, Joe anyway. Gallo follows Joe Gallo, the head coach at Merrimack, just recently followed me on Twitter. Yeah, actually, yes, he did. <laughs> damn, he, a... He's he's the only uh, Division One coach that uh, follows me on Twitter. Carmasarelo followed me for a while, but then he unfollowed me. I don't know oh, why. Damn, what the but, hell? Yes, but now I I picked up Joe Gallo as a follower <laughs> recently. So that's pretty. That's a place there you for go. sure. Well, because I, I I tweeted about him, and then like three days later, he followed me. <laughs> So he didn't, like the, tweeter
1: any. He didn't he like the tweeter anything. He didn't like the Tweeter. Yeah, he was following. Me. Huh.
0: <laughs> well, all right. Shout out go. to Joe. G- anyway. <laughs> shout out to G- Yeah. Anyway. Um, Atlantic 10. I think there's a lot of teams who can win this league. I'm gonna go with VCU though.
1: I I have a you know, you know me. I
0: rep I yes. I rep I, for I my going with the bonus. Yes,
1: I have to rep for my Western New York brethren and roll with the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. Um I but, uh, this this is such a wide open league. I genuinely right. could I think
0: see... any of the I think any of those top four teams can win it between Bonaventure, VCU Davidson and even St. Louis. St. Louis was supposed to be the best team in this league. Mm-hmm. 100%. And they've had they've had Cope they got hit hard by COVID and it has just kind of forced them to play inconsistently. They're six and four. Uh, in the Atlantic Ten, I mean their overall record is good. They're thirteen and five. They didn't play much of a non-conference schedule. Uh, their only non-con loss was to Minnesota. Uh, they beat LSU back in November. Um, you would think they'd end up with an at-large bid potentially, uh, but but they didn't play between December twenty-third and January twenty-sixth.
1: Yeah, that COVID pause so, really messed them up. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also wouldn't sleep, speaking of Dayton, I would not sleep on them either. Um, I don't think that they are necessarily favorites. I think right. that they could potentially be a bit of a dark horse. I mean, they've beaten St. Bonaventure this year, they've beaten St. Louis, um, got swept by VCU. They beat Davidson. Um, you know, I think they they, they have beaten some of the upper echelon teams in that conference. Actually they right. swept I believe they swept Davidson, or they only play Davidson once. They don't play Davidson once, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I mean, wins against Mississippi State, Ole Miss, um, not, not particularly great wins, but their SEC wins, I guess. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, they still got Jalen Crutcher, Jalen Crutcher's, uh, you know, we know from Brucker's last a, season, dude, he's still, he's still that dude. Um, so yeah, I would say if, if I was going to throw out any dark horses, I will throw out Dayton. Um, but my pick got to, got to rep my guys. Got to go. With Saint Bonaventure. All right.
0: That's fair. I, I can respect that. I can respect that. <laughs> Uh, next we'll move down to the big south. And I think I about to say I don't There's one <laughs> team here and that team is Winthrop.
1: Yes sir. We're going with uh, we're going with Gardner-Webb No I'm playing we're going with Winthrop. We, definitely yeah. definitely Winthrop.
0: <laughs> definitely Winthrop. <laughs> yeah, Winthrop is 21-1. Uh, their only loss came to UNC Asheville back on January 29th. Uh, that tournament is Winthrop's to lose. And that is a tournament that has already begun, uh, I believe, Winthrop will play for the first time on Thursday in the quarterfinals of that tournament. So there you go with that. That's an easy one. Uh, Next up is the Colonial.
1: This is another bit of an interesting one. This is Um, is
0: another one that's kind of got two teams at the top and a bunch of more hovering around 500. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm intrigued to see which one you went with here. Was I actually, who'd you go with? Tell I went me. with, I went with Northeastern. I did too. Oh, okay. I, too. I
1: like it. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, the, the two top dogs being, uh, well, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Ah. Uh, the two top teams were Northeastern and James Madison. Right. Um, they split in the regular season. And it's another one where like Northeastern won by nine, James Madison won by seven. So it wasn't like one blew the other out. Um, I actually believe, I was looking at this last night. Uh, Yes, Northeastern is 170th in Kenton Palm. James Madison is 173rd in Ken Palm. Yeah, so those
0: teams are literally
1: even. Yes, I mean, if you go by the analytics, you go by the season split you go by the conference turn the conference standings they're about as even as a match in that regard as you can get i'm not gonna sit here and tell you you know the x's and o's of that matchup i cannot say i i maybe have watched a couple minutes of a northeastern game like way early on in the year right. when i was channel surfing but i could not tell you that side of it um I but played syracuse
0: earlier in the year Oh
1: yeah, they did. Didn't they, they, they
0: lost to West Virginia or West. Yeah. They lost to West Virginia by 22. I read that wrong. I thought that, I thought that was 12. It was 22. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 73 to 51 is 22, not 12. Yeah. Understandable.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, they do have Tyson Walker. Uh, that is actually, believe it or not, that is a name I have heard. Uh, he's averaging 18 and a half on the year. Uh, I'll give him a up and give him five assists on the year per game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just a gut feeling. I don't know. You yeah, know, it'd I'd, be a good conference title game. I think so. I think so. I think that's definitely uh, tune in yeah. worthy for
0: sure. Right. Dark horses in that league, I'd say, are Charleston and Hofstra. Mm, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I would agree but with I don't that. think uh, any of them will win it.
1: You think William um, William and Mary finally end the, end the drought? Do they finally break through? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, had I had to ask. That's a quick tournament. That's Saturday to Tuesday. And oh, then they're really? done. Oh, wow. was yep. quick. Uh, next up, the Horizon League. Uh, this is another league with two teams at the top. Um, I picked a team that I have been standing all year, the Cleveland State Vikings. Dennis Gates, man. Shout out Dennis yes. Gates. He's doing an awesome job there. Shout out Tori Patton. Shout out DeMoy Hodge. Uh, hell of a team. I love watching them. Mm. I've watched them a handful of times now, and I enjoy it every time.
1: Yeah, I I can't blame you. I this was I I know how much you hype them up. This was a heart versus brain pick, and I went oh, with my brain. I'm picking Wright State. Okay. I just think well, that. Uh, yeah. I know. I'm sorry to break your heart. Because when
0: they played each other, Wright State kind of beat up on them.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you just look like at Ken Palm. I mean, Wright State's 60th, Cleveland State's 152. I actually think Detroit. Yeah, Detroit is actually ahead of Cleveland State and Ken Palm, funnily enough. Okay. Um, despite them being lower. Uh, in the standings, are ten and six. Cleveland State and Wright State are sixteen and four. Um, but yeah, I think if that does wind up being the final, I think that that is going to be a stellar game. A good, a good. Game. I, that's yeah. another one where because it's like when that's they, a, yeah, that's tune in. They played in. each
0: other. Cleveland State won by two. I think that was the walk-off dunk game. And then Wright State won the second game, eighty-five to forty, forty-nine. Uh, but I still like Cleveland State here, just because I. I rarely go with my heart instead of my brain, but I went with my heart here.
1: <laughs> and I can't blame you. For that. You've been on that bandwagon for a while. I have. I have.
0: So next up, we'll go with the Missouri Valley. Um, this is another fun one. Another fun one. one. Another, fun another one. one with two teams right at the top. Uh, I went with Loyola Chicago.
1: Yeah. And they I can also... make a run.
0: They can make a run again.
1: Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, if they win this tournament, they're looking at five, six seed territory, I would have to think. Right. Um, so, yeah, I also went Loyola Chicago. Um, I, I think if Drake makes the final,
0: I'm pretty sure that they, I, th- yeah, I think, I think this is the two big league anyway. Um, as yeah. long as Drake doesn't flop out in the conference tournament, which I don't think they will. I think they're probably too good for that. Um, but I think Loyola Chicago Drake final, uh, in that league would be really good. Uh, from what we saw a couple weeks ago, those teams are not particularly fond of each other. Um, yeah, so yeah that's true. That, that, that be, could, like, you want to talk
1: about like must see TV, like yes. finals. If that does wind up happening, if it's Loyola Chicago Drake. That's must watch TV because it is that last game between them. I think it went to overtime, one it point did. game. They there was some trash talk at the end of that game. There was um, so. There certainly could be a bit of an edge to both those teams, yes. Um, in the in that final, if it does wind up happening, so uh, fingers crossed that, that does. I think that would be a stellar matchup. I think it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, completely unrelated, but I was watching the Loyola Chicago Southern Illinois game the other day. Uh, okay. The way I went to overtime when Loyola Chicago uh, pulled out an OT. Uh yep. It was it was then that I learned what a Saluki was. No idea what a Saluki is. What is a Saluki? I don't know. It's a dog. It's an ugly-looking dog. It literally looks like it's, like, the Slender Man, but a dog.
0: Because I'm looking at their logo now. I'm looking at Southern Illinois' logo now. Okay. Yeah. It's just a very tall,
1: skinny dog. Okay. Like, it literally kind of reminds me of the Slender Man, but in dog (laughs) form. It's very tall and skinny. Um. But anyways, yeah, that, that has been the Saluki segment of the podcast yes. i did want to i didn't want to say that because when i was watching I that game that. um well I, I you know i, was I watching, never knew
0: i never knew what a saluki was
1: yeah i mean like i saw. I've, I've seen their logo and i was like i don't know if that's just a saluki and sure enough it's that thought but... <laughs> sure enough you're right <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah uh watching that game watching cameron crutwig do his thing uh i i, I had the thought what the heck's a saluki and i found my answer via Google. who would have thought probably Ooh.
0: relatively easily
1: yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the logo; it's like really that dog. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what I don't know what else I thought, but
0: on uh, Drake shout out Roman Penn, former Sienna guard.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh, on that Mac team. Tie?
1: Mac. Yeah, tie? it's a
0: little Mac tie there. Uh, the NEC will jump to next, and there was a team I wanted to go with, but they're having some COVID problems right now, and uh, I want I and they may or may not play in the tournament. It sounds like they're going to. But this was a team I – like, if they hadn't had COVID problems, I would have picked them. Uh, but they are, so I didn't pick them. And I wouldn't be surprised if they got back in and then won the conference tournament. It's Bryant. Uh, but instead, I went with Wagon. Yeah,
1: that's fair enough. I I still went with Bryant. I was very hesitant with that. I wanted to with go that. with that. And I think, no, you're... I can't blame you. Like, right. Yeah, I was very – it was kind of one of those like, you know, 50, 50 things for me. Right. I'm banking on the fact that they, number one, that they can play and number two, that they can play at a, you know, at the, at the high level that they're able to, that they've shown in the regular season. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just kind of my philosophy there, but I do think, you know, Wagner is also a very, very solid choice. And again, another yeah. shout out, we shouted him out earlier, Joe Gallo, Merrimack. another good year for them as yep. their transition said, still.
0: Not bad, not bad. Um, Nobody talks about what, uh, how good of a job Jared Grosso has done at Bryant. This was a team that won two games three years ago, and now they're fourteen and five, 10 and four in the league. They're in the conversation to win that league. Um, really good job by him. That's a that's a guy who's going to be a uh, a future Power Six head coach. Mm-hmm. Is Jared is Jared Grosso at Bryant?
1: Yep, I I would have to agree with you there. He's certainly done a heck of a job.
0: Yes. So after that, we'll jump to the Ohio Valley. I feel like there's one team I'd give them probably like a 60% shot at winning it, 60 to 70% shot. At winning it, I'm going with Belmont. Casey Alexander uh, has done a really good job with that program. They are eight, They are 24-3, and 18-2 um, in that league this year, although they have lost back-to-back games. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty
1: sure. I'm pretty sure Nick Majewski, taking up. I want to say he didn't play
0: in those games.
1: Um, I think I, okay. like I remember reading that. I'm pre- I yeah, he has Rothstein. not played since. The, oh no,
0: he didn't play in either of those games.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I mean, yeah, okay, I missed him, that. Yeah, no, I saw. The only reason I knew that was because I want to say it was John Rossini or somebody. Somebody was mentioning that because I, I I saw that they had lost row and I was like, oh, huh, that's peculiar. They were on a roll, and then right. he said that he wasn't playing, but I believe. I believe he'll be good to go for the tournament him being their leading scorer at 15.2 points per game the big fella um but yeah I also I also went with Belmont um I yes. do I do think there are they have some competition in this Warhead league certainly State, not a Eastern, runaway in particular. yes yeah for sure um I mean those are still those both of them are solid teams um but yes I, I do think Belmont yeah. when healthy is the best team in that
0: league yes I I agree I agree so you could go so next we will go to the Patriot League and there's a couple this is another another one that it's two teams at the top and then not much else. There's only so you got two teams at the top then you only have two other teams that are above 500 in that league. They're 500 or above because there's one team that's 500 exactly and that's army at seven and seven um but then other than that there's three teams above 500 one of them is 12 and one the other is 11 and one i went with the team that's 12 and one and that is navy
1: i also went with navy i was wondering if you're gonna go colgate i went i went navy i am respecting the troops here
0: yes um
1: they had such because they split their their games up to where like they had they had the, the the divisions and yes that's right they had the very very unusual scheduling where it was like they played a couple teams out of their division but beyond that like um navy played american six times they were supposed to play Loyola maryland five or six times i believe right um they played army twice lehigh twice and bucknell twice um by the way they beat navy beat georgetown not that that's much of a flex but they beat Georgetown. Um, I could beat
0: Georgetown. Yeah, true. <laughs> I could beat Georgetown by myself.
1: <laughs> Jeez, come on. Uh, but, yeah, yes, they, they had the weird weird scheduling kinks. Um, but, yes, I am going to go with Navy. I think it's arguably pretty much down to Navy or Colgate.
0: Yeah, I think a Navy-Colgate final would be good. Um, love what Matt Langle has done at Colgate. Yeah. Um, he, I think, I think that's another guy along with Jared Grosso that's going to uh, take a bigger job uh, eventually. But he's done a really good job there. They're 11 and one. they only loss, Their only loss came to Army uh, back in January. Colgate had a late start. They didn't start until January 2nd. Uh, I think that was mainly because that was because um, I think their school wasn't letting. I think like the administration wasn't letting them play a non-conference schedule. I think I was. So I was talking to Scott Hemmer, uh, the Canisius women's coach, a while back, and he said, like, they were lining up to play Colgate, and Colgate's administration shut that game down and said, we're not doing uh, non-conference play. So Colgate played a conference-only schedule. Uh, but I'm still going with Navy.
1: I am in the same boat, no pun intended. Ha. <laughs> Dude, that's that's my second zinger of the night, man. I'm killing it. it. it I got to I got to go for the hat chick. I got to go for the hat trick. I got go I got to think of something else. Yes. Got to go for the Hattie. But yes, we Stop. can we can move on.
0: <laughs> we can. <laughs> so we have four left. there, there is a couple things I want to run through really quick, really quick after um we're done with these. But uh three teams here at the top. We're in, we're moving over to the SoCon now, uh the Southern Conference. Three teams at the top here. Um so I want to know who you went with first here.
1: Which one for the uh the southern? southern
0: southern conference?
1: I went with Wafford. Okay, we disagreed yes. here. Okay, I was wondering I with, this is this is another interesting tight one. I, I went thought. with Furman. Okay, you know what? That Furman was like one of the teams it was I mean there's a lot there's pretty much trifective teams there but I think Furman is a very, very good pick, especially like I would have to think in turn. Not, not that I'm a gambling man, but I would have to think if, if you look at betting odds, that they're probably an underdog. You know what I mean? Okay. I would have to think they probably have the third best odds. And I think that, that would, that's a very good bet because they are, a, they are a good team.
0: They are a good team. Uh, they have good wins. They split with UNC Greensboro. Uh, who's at the top of that league, who's another team at the top of that league, they got swept by Wofford. Wofford swept Furman in the regular season. It was 75-67 on Saturday, February 6th. And then last Saturday, Wofford won again 74-73. I know it's an old, you know, thing, but, you know, if they end up playing each other in the regular season or in the conference tournament, tough to beat a team three times in a year. Mm -hmm, True. I know that's a tired and outdated saying. (laughs) but it still kind of holds true
1: that's true now you're right and also another thing I found interesting Furman actually is the best team in that conference in Ken Palm they are 91st in Ken Palm Mm -hmm. UNC Greensboro is 111 Wofford I believe is 128 if I remember correctly yeah 128 for Wofford so okay um again pretty much a three-horse race there uh three teams that are relatively closely ranked in Ken Palm so I think that that has the potential to be a very good tournament, especially if we get – I mean, you have the potential to get a Wofford-Furman semifinal and then a UNC Greensboro versus a winner of that final. Versus
0: someone. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which are two – both those games have the potential to be very, very good. Um, right. You know, assuming there aren't any shakeups elsewhere. But, um, yeah, I think that, that that's an interesting league because – you know a good,
0: That's a good league overall. True. No, it's true. They
1: produce they produce a lot of good teams. Definitely produced a lot of good teams.
0: Chattanooga's good. East Tennessee State and BMI are both above five hundred. Mercer's fifteen and ten. Uh even the Citadel uh is over five hundred this year. Uh yeah, overall, like when you look at the overall records, there's only two teams that are below 500. That's Western mm-hmm. Carolina and Samford.
1: Yeah, and even historically, uh, I mean, Wofford had those good teams with uh, oh, with Dylan McGee, if I remember right. correctly.
0: Fletcher mm-hmm. McGee
1: or Fletcher McGee, excuse me. Right. Um.
0: Yeah. He like that, that was a really Young fun coached, team. Who now the right, coach right. at uh, Virginia Tech.
1: Hmm. Correct. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, those were fun teams. I remember East Tennessee State. Whenever they've made it, they've uh, they've often been. Um some good, you know, upset picks, popular upset picks. Um UNC yeah, Mercer Greensboro. Beat Duke that one year. Yeah, Mercer did be yeah, that was that was a fun one. Uh it UNC, was. <laughs> UNC Greensboro. I want to say I don't remember what year it was, but I'm pretty sure I picked them to upset somebody. I don't think they did, but I think I did right. pick them. Um so yeah. Fun shout out to the Southern Conference. Always yeah. a,
0: always a good, fun one. Good league, good league, good league. <laughs> uh next up we got three to go, but one of them is Will be in and out of, in under a minute, but uh, <laughs> Summit League. Uh, I went with South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Rabbits are 15 and 6 overall, 9 and 3 in that league. They've uh, gotten messed up by COVID a little bit, uh, but they have only lost one game since January. They had a COVID pause, from December 12th to January 4th. Uh, they have only lost one game. Uh, since they came off of that pause. And that was a two-point loss to North Dakota State on February 20th. And I'm going with them. I got a little fun here. I got a little I, – I went a little off the
1: grid. This okay. is my off the grid pick of the day. Okay. I'm taking Oral Roberts. And oh. hear, me out, hear me out on this one. This is something okay. I found out last night. I did not realize this. Okay. A guy on their team by the name of Max Abmus. I hope I pronounced that right. Mac Ab- Max Abmus. Mac Ab- yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank about, you. Right?
1: Max Abmus. Leading the country in scoring at 24.7 points per game this year. Okay. Did, did not know that. I I will say, have not watched them play this year. But I haven't either. When I saw that they have the country's leading scorer, they're 10 and 5 on the year. He's a
0: sophomore, too.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, I thought that was pretty interesting too uh yeah. split with north north split with north dakota state split with south dakota state and i believe if i can find it uh okay lost to south dakota but the other game got canceled but regardless they have beaten the better teams in that league i think when you have a talented scorer like that that has the potential to go off any night i think you're always dangerous so yes that I is my. That, that like, is my, I can see why you picked that. Yes, that is my one, kind of off the grid pick. Pick of the, uh, pick of the night. Um, okay. Going with Oral Roberts Golden Eagles.
0: Golden Eagles. Are they in
1: Oklahoma? Are they in Oklahoma? Something like that. Oral, I
0: think they're
1: in Oklahoma. Let's, let's, Oklahoma, let's look Kansas, this up. Something like that.
0: Um, Oral Roberts. That is. It's in Tulsa. Okay. Oral Roberts University yes, is in sir. Tulsa.
1: Yes, sir. My USU. Well, is impeccable. Um, but yes. Or Roberts, my 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 uh off the grid pick off of the year. Off the grid uh, pick. Pick of the Jerome this year. Maybe there not this go. year. My of the of the first uh, set of, of the, first, picks this of the year.
0: first yeah, the first set. <laughs> uh two to go here. Uh we have the sun belt. The fun belt. Fun belt.
1: Not so fun this year, but still, still the fun oh. belt.
0: I, this is another one I didn't pick them, but they deserve a shout out. Uh, shout-out to Texas State um, and their interim head coach, Terrence Johnson. Uh, he couldn't be on the sideline. It was Friday night, and they clinched the sunbelt. Belt. Uh, due to COVID protocols, he couldn't be on the sideline. So he drove – I don't know if you saw this tweet. Rob Doster uh, tweeted it out. So he was in his car. He drove to the gym. The team found him. And the team like celebrated around his car. I don't know if you saw that. Cool. <laughs> I did not see that. That's super yes. cool. He stayed in his car because he couldn't get out, but he drove to the gym and, he, and celebrated with the team.
1: Huh? Well, that's cool. Shout out, yeah. Big shout out there. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. That's dope. Yeah.
0: And that was, uh, cause he took over, uh, for Danny Kaspar this year. Cause Danny Caspar, um, ended up resigning for making racially insensitive remarks uh, back in September. Uh, he was placed under investigation in June. He resigned in September. They brought out Terrence Johnson. Uh, he, I would assume he'll get the interim tag taken off. Uh, he's definitely earned to keep that job. No doubt, but I mean, if I they win the with,
1: league, <laughs> I would, yeah, I would I have to say, but I would. But I did
0: not go with Texas State. I would have loved to. I went with Georgia State.
1: Good pick. I, I, I personally went with Texas State, but that was another one where I was kind of, you know, a bit of a coin flip there between Texas State and Georgia yeah. State, but...
0: I can see Coastal Carolina. Shout out Cliff Ellis. Yeah. Would love to see the Chanticleers in the tournament.
1: Absolutely, man. Dude, what what a time to be a Coastal Carolina sports fan. I, didn't I know. To pull oh, that off.
0: They, they, they won the... Uh... College World Series what was that 2015 2016
1: yeah I think so and their football was team that. was fantastic this year
0: yeah they had a very good football team this speaking year speaking of
1: which but UB Buffalo coastal Carolina visits Buffalo next year for football really I don't, I don't know if you caught that but yeah I don't interesting. know I don't know how good they're supposed to be next year but thought yeah. that was uh thought that was a little interesting
0: hmm. well there you go <laughs> so yeah I went with Georgia State you went with Texas State we have one more. And it's the West Coast
1: Conference. This is an easy one. Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga. My favorite part about that, I don't know if you caught that. Uh, I'm mean, Jerome. The, I was going to bring uh, the, that up. The, the, the <laughs> drop down list uh, to pick each team. Like Normally you click it and it lists every team. For the West Coast, it was legitimately just Gonzaga or the field. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because.
0: Yes, I caught oh, that. We're gonna I, I was going to bring
1: that up. We're going to give it real. There is no team in this conference that. Has a shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. BYU, they, BYU no will make the tournament. BYU will make the tournament. Uh, but they're not beating. They're not. They're not. <laughs> they finished off the regular season undefeated 24 uh, 0. The only team undefeated. As we shift from the end of the Jerome, just to hit a couple things uh, before we go Baylor loses on Saturday to Kansas 71 to 58. Baylor's first loss of the year,
1: man, that was Kansas, uh...
0: the, bit, the big thing, you know, just a big takeaway I took from this game was just Kansas got him at the right time.
1: Mm-hmm, that's because
0: true. Kansas Kansas is getting better and they're finally improving. And they caught Baylor in their, it was their second game out of the, yeah, it was their second game out of the COVID pause. Uh, they didn't look good against Iowa State. They only won that game by five on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And, I honestly I would say Iowa State even lost that game versus Baylor uh, yeah, it it, to State be honest with lost you.
0: That game versus, uh, Baylor won it. But um yeah.
1: I know that's that's a heck of a win for Kansas though. I mean I know we've kind of you know not necessarily hated on them but we have said that we don't think a lot of the time, you know, like they would be ranked and we're like, why are they ranked? You know what I right. mean? But They've definitely kind of found found their stride, found it at the right time. I mean, right. Bill Self is obviously a legendary coach. He certainly knows what he's doing when you get to this time of the year. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that that's the kind of win that could certainly fuel them. They're up to – I was surprised. They only jumped up to 13th. I thought they were going to jump even higher. Yeah, Baylor um, only fell
0: one spot. They fell from two to three which mm-hmm. I was thinking they fall like one or two more spots. But that was just because some other teams. Lost.
1: Yeah. I was about to say, I mean, there was so many, so many top 10 upsets last week. Um, right. But yeah, that's definitely probably the biggest of the, of the bunch that the, right. the, the second or the, the only other undefeated team goes down. Right. Um So Gonzaga assuming they can, uh, they can sweep the West coast conference. They very much will be looking at perfection if they can yes. all the way in March
0: yes uh yeah so other big 10 teams losing villanova lost to butler uh yesterday which was something that was 73 to 61 ohio state has lost three straight uh i think it might be starting to get nervous time for them because they looked so good for so long and then I mean, granted, two of your three losses were to fellow top 10 teams, but then they lost to Michigan State um, in between that. I, I think Ohio State is fine, um, but still three losses in a row is kind of – it's three losses in a row. They're still number seven in the country, um, but still not – 74 to 69. Uh, that game was weird. Um, right at the end, there were double technicals. Uh, with a second, with 1.9 seconds to go uh, between the Wisconsin bench, and it was who was it? It was um, it was someone who who was it on Illinois? I th- I don't remember. It was Davion Williams, mm-hmm. Demonte Williams, Demonte Williams on Illinois. And the Wisconsin bench offsetting technicals with 1.9 seconds left in the game, coming from a timeout. Um, So, yeah, weird game there. Uh, Demetrius Trice was great in that game. He had 29 points, and he did just about everything he could to get Wisconsin back into that game, but they fell a little bit short. Um, So, yeah, Yeah, that was some big Ten. Iowa had an interesting week. Again, they beat – they beat Ohio State. Uh, they lost to Michigan. They got pounded by Michigan on Thursday, seventy-nine yeah, that to fifty-seven. Blowout.
1: I mean, uh, I, I I don't know if it was really ever debated before that, but I think Michigan is probably the top dog, if not solidified the top dog in the Big yes. Ten. I mean, they Mich- are,
0: Michigan's now up to number two in the country uh, because of Baylor's loss. Mm-hmm. Still, so I'd say one Mich-
1: game in that yeah. crazy tough Big Ten. Uh, big 10 league. So, right. uh, That's, that's pretty noteworthy. I think, especially heading into the NCAA tournament. I mean, not to, not to be the, well, Gonzaga doesn't play anybody. How can they be the best team if they don't play anybody? They have played people. They have, that's the argument. Yes. (laughs) They they, have played people.
0: They beat Kansas. They beat West Virginia. They beat Iowa. They beat Virginia.
1: They have beat plenty of good teams, but you know, you look at it and say, I think – I don't think that this will happen, but I think the argument could be made that, you know, because Gonzaga's played a lighter schedule over the past couple months, you know, will it be tough to adjust, you know, going into March and then right. pretty much kicking – you know, after you win your first-round game, there's a good chance the 8-9 seed you play is probably going to be the best team you've played in two months, two, three months. Right. Um, so, you know, will they be – you know, adjusted to the, to the, up to, to the higher level of competition. I don't right. think it will affect them, but I think, you know, you can maybe say that I think Michigan is going to be in a better position in that regard. I think playing through the tough, 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 big 10 certainly gives them a bit of an advantage, but right. um, yeah, I still don't think that they're, I think, I think that being the second best team with Baylor losing last week, I think that's definitely fair. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think uh, I think that's definitely something to definitely something to look out for. Assuming yeah, you know, Gonzaga's the top overall seed, Michigan's the second overall seed,
0: right? And I think that'll end up happening because because I do end up think Michigan ends up winning the Big Ten, uh, and I do think Baylor ends up winning the Big Twelve. Uh, so that would kind of just cancel each other out. Yeah. So
1: I think the big the big debate on Selection Sunday. I think assuming you know. Say assuming the fourth every number injury, one seed yeah exactly be. right that that's what I was gonna say yeah. who's who's gonna be the fourth number one seed because I think you could make an argument
0: you can make an argument for Illinois you can make an argument for Iowa you can make an argument for Ohio State West yeah. Virginia
1: I mean if West Virginia wins the Big Twelve they're they deserve it it's a to right. me you know if they beat Baylor if they go through Baylor and if to it, win and if,
0: and if someone other and if one of those Illinois Iowa Ohio State ends up winning the Big Ten yeah yeah I the think the argument
1: I yeah one hundred percent. I think I think pretty I, I think that's pretty much gonna be the big caveat. I think I think anybody in from that four to seven range, I don't think Alabama is really no, in contention anymore. I don't think I have Houston a, I I a, a
0: semi bold prediction. Um semi bold prediction. We we're gonna get an SEC team in the final four. Ooh, okay. I like that. Whether it, it could be Alabama, it could be Arkansas. It hell, it could even be Tennessee. Yeah. That's, that's I, I, that's I, I, I like think, that. I like that. I think, that gonna, I think we you. get an SEC game in the final four. I like that.
1: Speaking of Arkansas, they had a heck of a week too.
0: <laughs> they're, number, they're up to number twelve in the country.
1: I know, right? Who a have thunk. Um, but yeah, they scored the big win over Alabama. Uh, uh beat LSU by eight a couple days ago. I mean, they are playing their best ball. Oh, excuse me, playing the their best right ball time. at the right time. Um, and that's, I know we've said that about maybe four or five teams already on this podcast, but right that's, you know, once, when you're getting into that conference tournament, March Madness, that, you know, that, that, that stretch of just crazy, crazy intense basketball, that's when you want to be on your game. Um, right. You know, you look at a team like Ohio State who have now lost three in a row. Granted, as you said, two of those losses were to really good teams. You know, you got it. Right. You're going to have to find a way to shake all that off. And just focus on you know focus on what's important now. Right? You know what I mean. The conference tournament, March right. Madness. That's that's what's got to be on your mind. You got to get through these this last. Who do they? Who do they end the season against? Out of curiosity, um, if their freaking page would load. Oh, there we go. Arkansas, uh, South Ohio Carolina, State.
0: Texas A and
1: M. Okay, so Arkansas and Ohio State. Oh, I forgot about that. Ohio State plays Illinois. That yes. is going to be interesting.
0: That's their last regular – that's the regular season finale.
1: That is interesting. It is. You want to talk about games for that? You, know, you don't talk about that final number one seed, that certainly may have implications.
0: Right. Um,
1: but, anywho, back to the original point I was trying to make before I went on a tangent. Yes. Um, I think those teams from four to seven, um, Illinois, Iowa, Ohio State, West Virginia – I think those are probably the four teams that are going to be contesting that. I think right. it's going to come down to, does West Virginia win the Big 12? And does one of those three teams win the Big 10?
0: Right. Neither of them do that. I I, I would I, lean towards Illinois. I would as well. Of those four. I do think. I. We're saying, think we're saying if it goes how we think it will, Michigan wins the Big 10, Baylor wins the Big 12. I think Illinois is your –
1: I would give Illinois the nod as well. Um, Right. I think – I mean, if Ohio State does beat them, I think there could be a case potentially um, because Illinois also has to play Michigan this week. That was another one I forgot about. They play Michigan and they play Ohio State. uh, They play Michigan tomorrow, which should be a great game. Hopefully, I would assume he was playing. I'm not sure – I haven't seen any update on him, but – right. that uh, both these games are pretty big for Illinois, just yes. in terms of it's just in terms of seeding. I mean, if you beat Michigan, you beat Ohio State. Do they jump Michigan? I think they would have to. To be honest if, with you,
0: if Illinois beats Michigan,
1: if Illinois if Illinois if beats Michigan and Ohio Illinois State,
0: jump Michigan.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Right, which is
0: pretty. That that would be interesting. That would shake that would shake things up definitely because then you're saying well does michigan
1: deserve a one seed yeah which is pretty crazy because i mean we've been talking about pretty much all season how they're the best team in the big 10 and all of a sudden <laughs> they won't be the highest ranked because team there's in the big re- Ten. because there's recency bias right exactly exactly i still personally i even if illinois does beat them i still think michigan is probably the team to beat in the big 10 still right but um
0: that that would be that would make things a little more interesting for sure for it sure it won it won uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out to before uh, we get out of here uh, and do predictions. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Cade Cunningham. A uh, huge win for uh, Oklahoma State over Oklahoma on Saturday. Cade Cunningham had 40 and 11. Yeah. Uh, that, that he, he
1: proved why he's the number one, or the down. projected number one pick. Yes. He, he proved it. Not that, not that I don't think anybody really doubted that before, but he certainly proved why he, he has the attention on him. And you know, kind of related to that, uh, that's two losses for Oklahoma last week. They dropped from I believe seven or eight down to sixteen. They dropped to sixteen.
0: Oklahoma State's up to seventeen. I think I want to say that's their highest ranking of the year.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. That sounds right, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, because um, they, they were they were in the twenties at one point this year. Hmm. I, yeah, I do remember I that. When it was around.
1: Yeah, they were in the twenties and they dropped out um i believe I, if i had to read your guess probably, they were 23 was,
0: they were 23 at one point after they beat texas
1: right but yeah. then
0: they lost the game so they dropped out
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah.
1: and speaking speaking of teams that are on some bad form i mean those are i i, I can excuse the oklahoma state loss but that kansas state lost ugly for oklahoma that's a yes. bad bad loss yeah it's a really and, bad uh, loss they play oklahoma state right now actually they them right now they're up right, 16 yeah, they're, to 12 because they play twice in. in
0: three days right
1: And then they close with Texas uh, on the fourth, so certainly some big games there. They're going to need to win at least probably one of those to, um, arguably save their top twenty-five ranking and potentially. I mean, I for me personally, I think you got to try and win at least one of those games to get some sort of confidence back before the conference tournament. But right. um, yeah, I think uh, there's certainly a team to keep an eye on. Um, you know, they get bounced early in the tournament. They could go from in two, three weeks going from being a potential two seed down to five, six seed range. Right. Um, Which is kind of crazy. So,
0: yeah. Dude, th- yeah this that, is that's, March, that's man. Enough, this is another team oh. that could fall victim to, re- to recency bias. I mean, they're, they're mm. down to nine and six.
1: Yeah, that's true. And, like, they're no. a good team, too. And if they just... lose again, they're down to nine and seven.
0: Yeah. That is the so, truth, man. This is March, man. This is this March. This is March. I love this it. This is March. I love it. So uh so that's the last thing. We'll hit some predictions really quick. Uh, we'll start with we'll start with the two big games tomorrow. Uh first up, we'll go baylor West Virginia. Uh
1: it's tough because Baylor has not looked good since they've come back. Um, no, but I'm, I, I, I'm
0: just
1: I'll, I'll I'm, gonna I'm, going Baylor. Baylor, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Baylor. I know I'm going to stick with Baylor as much. I do think yep. that there's plenty of upset potential here, but I do think I'll, I'll go with Baylor for now.
0: And uh, Illinois, Michigan.
1: I'm going to say if Ayodelemu plays, honestly, even if Ayodelemu does play, I still think Michigan. I think yeah, Michigan gets it done.
0: I agree. Uh, we'll go over to Wednesday. Uh, we'll start. We'll just do uh, Creighton Villanova. I'm going Villanova.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, you know, actually, I'll be. I'll, I'll slip the script a little bit. I'll go Creighton. Creighton okay. is such a weird team that they this. Are. This. This sounds like the kind of game that they'll just randomly win. Right. So I'll go. <laughs> that is a complete gut feeling. I'm just going to go Creighton right. there, I guess, just to add a little difference
0: uh thursday i'll go texas oklahoma
1: red river shootout or the, the rivalry yes. excuse me they they changed the red because, river rivalry. Right. excuse me how how <laughs> could i be so violent yeah. in my thoughts to yes. call it the red river shootout anywho uh i will i i'll roll oklahoma i guess i think they can i think they'll, i think I they if they lose tonight, I think they can bounce back. Honestly, even if they don't lose tonight, I, I'll right. I, I'll roll Oklahoma. To be okay. With you. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll roll. Um, I'll roll Oklahoma. I think they. I, I think I agree with you that they end up bouncing back. So, uh, we'll jump to Saturday. I'll, I'll we got two games on Saturday: Oklahoma State and West Virginia. I'll roll West Virginia.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll go West Virginia as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Oklahoma State. Obviously, love watching Kate Cunningham, but I just think West Virginia will be too much for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, second one on Saturday, Illinois, Ohio State.
1: I would have to think if I would assume he isn't back for Michigan, I would have to think he'll be back for Ohio State. Um, I just right. looked it up. Um, he's apparently he's listed as day to day, whatever the hell that means. So um, I'll roll Illinois. I think. I just honestly, I think. I, assuming Iowa, assuming does play, I'm gonna roll Illinois. If he doesn't yeah. play, I think Ohio State has a really good chance to win that. But I'm gonna assume he does play. I'll roll Illinois. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I'll, I, think I'll do the same as you. But again, it depends on if Iowa is playing. And if he doesn't play, I'm going with Ohio State. But overall, I'll go with him playing. Uh Sunday, we'll do one more. Okay. Uh, Sunday, um, Wisconsin and Iowa. Uh, Iowa, uh,
1: yeah, Iowa. It's
0: tough. It's tough to really gauge Wisconsin right this now, honestly.
1: This is true. Um, but I will. Well, one, one other fun thing. That's it for the regular season after Sunday, man. That's
0: it. That's it's it. Yeah. Conference Sunday. Yeah. Week, man. The, I, our, the next time we will record it, it's the postseason. Yes, it, it is postseason.
1: We, so, uh, no idea if that'll be Sunday or Monday night. That's something we still got to figure out. I think yeah, we that's going depend... to depend
0: out how, when I am, uh, going down to New Jersey, whatever yeah. day I'll be traveling. I was about to say, uh, it's going to be, sure. it's
1: going to depend on what Canisius does this weekend. Right.
0: <laughs> and we, and we don't know. So what, uh, night they'll end up playing. So, uh, so yeah, that will do it for this week's episode of the talking smack podcast. Again, thank you for listening. This was a long one, uh, well over an hour. This is, um, this is March. This is March. This is March. We are here. We are somehow, here. Somehow, some way. So, oh, God. I, I was going to say, somehow we got here. Crazy season, but we are here. Uh, Selection Sunday is less than two weeks away. Um, so, we're here.
1: Injected so, it into my veins.
0: I love oh. it. Yeah, me too. So, again, my name is Aiden Jai, alongside Adam Gorski. Good night.